with a million. It's that world heavyweight flow. Championship belt wrapped around my waist. Yo, I got that Ric Flair figure flow. Slam you on the pavement. That's why they call me Street Pro. Create heat on beat flow. Like Jordan after the second time he free beat folks. Get ready, set, let's go. Fight toe to toe, release the flow created by this mic pro. Lights, camera, get low. Action pack, back to back. In fact, this monster will grow. Y'all better let him know. Man with the master plan, and you have no need to know. Heart like winter cold. Bust these fools, anything less than killing whack rappers is a crime. I stay trying to get mine. Stacking value, packing venues, winning overtime. Ain't no fine timeline. Open your eyes, you're looking for the best, and this is what you find. Game is only for the bold. You can't prepare, now get ready for the show. Introducing from parts unknown. Your UFC and Combat Sports Insider, Clever D, the Combat G, and the Sports Professor. Yes, yes, yes. We are here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to your favorite combat sports duo. You have yours truly, the sports professor, joined by the star of the show. My man over this way, I hope, but it's mirroring, so it could be that way. I'm not sure. But that's Clubber D the Combat. G, what is up, my brother? How is it going today? You're, 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 what up, peoples? How y'all doing? How y'all living? I really don't care. Hope you listen. Ah, ah, we, we do. I like a little, a little bit of the bars off the top. I like that. Uh, we do appreciate, we do appreciate y'all tuning in for sure. Uh, here at Ball and Blood Sports and Entertainment, we appreciate y'all joining us on a Thursday. Not that there's really anything else going on because I know it was just upstairs and I think I seen the Pro Bowl Skills Challenges on. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's bad. The NHL All Star Draft. Like, what if, what are we doing right now? <laughs> I got my I got my fantasy bull riding uh, league about to start up in a little bit. So I'm the fantasy bull riding, fantasy bull riding. You know, what I'm saying I'd be I'd be into that. I'd be I'm trying to trying to uh, expand my sports stuff in, in the dry spells of, of sports season. Sometimes you know, basketball <laughs> hasn't picked up just yet. So you know. <laughs> It is what it is. Yo, you know you was a damn. You ain't never bet on bull riding a day in your life, sir. <laughs> yeah, sure I have. I, trust me. I, I, they used to. Hey, look, I was about to say they used to call me back in the day, but I, I've, I've, uh, uh, some, uh, some, some, some cows before. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Right? Uh, they don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, the herder. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> The herder and yes, the euphemisms are going super hard already. Pause whoa, whoa, on geez. that one. Wow, yeah, sirs, that was gate, that was yeah. uh, that was reckless. All right, we already starting out reckless. Um, let's go ahead and again, hey, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and smash that subscribe button, as those kids say. Join us, Paul and Buds. Also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple spotify wherever you can find us you'll find us here and you also find the bottom line sports on there tap in with us at the bottom line sports um join our facebook group flow canteen hot take jake they're all out there and uh also join us this sunday at the bottom line sports at uh 7 p.m eastern maybe 
maybe 7.30. I'm not sure yet. We haven't decided, but just tap in at the bottom line sports and we will be coming on Sunday, even though it's not a football day. Yes. All right. So getting into it again, welcome Ball and Buds Combat Sports Special, Clubber D, the Combat G. First, let's start off uh, with the breaking news that has come out over the past week. There have been many uh, different stories, but just touch on the most important ones. Well, well, uh, for starters, yeah, what up, whoever that is, Facebook. Uh, yeah, know, sorry, but, it doesn't tell us your name. Like, we looking for, hey, we, we appreciate you. Uh, but uh, so the, fir- the first story we see so far, we got uh, Stevenson, okay, Shakur Stevenson, saying he's retiring at age 26. This is the man, ex-unified champion at 130, now the WBC champion at, at, at one, one, uh, 135, he moved up. He's saying he's retiring, and the reason he's retiring is because he's frustrated. Um, I, I feel like he can't get a fight. All mm. right, you got other fighters in that division. Devin Haney has relinquished the belt, so he has won the belt. So you got three other belts floating out there. Javante Davis was the regular champion at, at the WBA, but are they going to turn him to a super uh, champion? That's in the the, the main belt. Um, you got uh, uh, the WBO still out there, and uh, and the IBF. You know, what I'm saying you got the lineal, but. Nobody wants to fight him, and this man has about I think he had one or two fights left on top rank before he comes a free agent. So he he's just frustrated. It reminds me of Terrence Bud Crawford when he was at 147 after he got the WBO from Jeff Orn. Nobody wanted to fight him. Nobody mm. wanted to cross the street from PBC to top rank right. to fight him. So he's frustrated, yep. and, I, and I feel for the kid. Now, come on though, I've got to be I've got to be the realist here. These boxers, I'm tired of these fake retirement announcements every mm-hmm. every year because they're either not happy with where their career is or they're mad at their their promoter or you know a myriad of other reasons why they decide to retire and then this has been happening for decades for centuries in boxing um can you say why this is such an epidemic because speaking of uh, of of uh, Haney, because uh, you just mentioned Haney in, in the news with Garcia. Garcia had retired for like yeah, Gar- one six months. <laughs> uh, as 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 Kendrick Lamar said, let's let's tuck the sensitive rapper back in his pajama clothes. I'm tired of da- like uh, uh, like Garcia. He's he's I'm about to call him Danny Garcia, but uh, Ryan Garcia. I'm sorry, Danny. Danny, <laughs> he emotional too, but. Ryan Garcia, it's like the dude's always whining about something, okay? Oh, this, oh, that. It, I, I feel like for him, it's a little separate from the other boxers. He Now, he does have problems with uh, Golden Boy, Oscar De La Hoya. Um, he does have problems with his promotions. He wants to do what he wants. Uh, he wants to leave, probably go to PBC or something like that. But, you know, you can't. You're in your contract. So, unfortunately, you can't go nowhere. Um, they do want to negotiate with other people, but the other people don't want, want to negotiate with them. Like Shakur Stevenson. He was supposed to fight Pitbull a long time ago. Pitbull did a duck move. Uh, Tank Davis ain't going to fight him. You know what I'm saying? That's just not going to happen. Tank, for some reason, doesn't like fighting fighters with dark melanin that are, you know, African-American. It is what it is. He was only mm-hmm. fought three as a professional. Only fought three. It is what it is. So he doesn't like fighting f- certain types of fighters. We'll touch on that later uh, for all you lovely Tank fans. I'm a Tank fan, too, but I'm a realist. Uh, so Shakur is just frustrated. He can't get a fight. And there's, I have an issue with fighters that are on his side of the street and promotion not pushing for that fight because a certain mm-hmm. fighter we'll name later could have fought him but did like that person like he did to Devin Haney chose not to fight him you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so bit of a bit of a duck move but these people get passes it is what it is 
And, and, and yeah, they'll, fi- they'll eventually find, you know, somebody for him. But he's he's too an immense of a talent. He's only 26 years old. Mm-hmm. He's the 135-pound WBC champ. He hits hard as a rock. He's out here knocking people out. Like, it's he'll, he'll, it's just it's, it's frustrating to me, and I'm sure other boxing fans, to see these fake retirements when we know that it's not real. <laughs> we know it's that it's boy. not true um so anyway speaking of you know my uh uh shout out my boy gary uh here he lives in the building uh we were at the we were at the gym earlier and he was uh asking me about the um the haney and garcia situation so first off shout out to gary and also shout out to his lady i'm gonna uh put her government out there just because i'm trying to help out her um her business uh she's a realtor here in nashville Um, so if you're looking for a place in Nashville and you need a realtor, her name is Dominique Elkins, E-L-K-I-N-S. I uh, hope she's not upset that I put her government out there, but I'm sure she's not. Uh, she's trying to help out, get her some business. Hey, she's uh, help, help, uh, helping out the community. So she's doing a great thing. Anyways, uh, shout out to Gary for that. So what are your thoughts on on that possible uh, encounter? Well, Ryan Garcia, they, they firstly, they, I'm oh, sorry, firstly, they initially um, started negotiating to fight each other. Um, because they have fought three times in amateurs, both won three times, so they're kind of tied in amateurs. But uh, they initially started, and then Ryan Garcia started had took that picture with Floyd Mayweather. And, you know, Floyd and, and Devin, Floyd's always been kind of holding that resentment for Devin not signing with, uh, with Floyd Mayweather's uh, uh, promotion. So he did his own mm-hmm. thing, which was smart. So he's kind of, you know, he's hella petty. So next day, Ryan's already going to sign to fight uh, uh, Roly Ramirez for the 140 WBA belt. And it's like, wait a minute, where'd that come from? You're, you're starting to negotiate with, with Devin for the WBC, but at 140. So, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of just, the, the the negotiations fell through. So now uh, Floyd just pulled another duck move and said, you know what? Let's, since Amazon Prime's been putting up, uh, uh, going to showcase us, uh, Rolly was like, you know, why would I fight on the zone with uh, 300,000 mm-hmm. uh, subscribers when I can fight right. on Amazon with millions of subscribers? And so he's going to fight Pitbull, right. which is in-house for PBC, on Amazon. So it's, mm. you know, it's, it's business. So now Ryan's going back with his tail tucked between his legs. Going to go back to Devin Haney. And the thing about that fight is Ryan obviously wants more money. And he wants to be the A-side. Technically, he might bring more people. But you never know because Devin Haney sold out uh, the arena where the Warriors play. His last fight mm. against uh, okay. Regis River Progress. He had about 15,000 there. So he could right. put asses in seats, kind of like I do some of y'all's mothers when they come see me at, uh, work out at the gym. So um, some of y'all are dusty too. They brush your But uh, yeah, so you Tuck can't your really mother in. He does have the, he does have the um, social media follow. He's big for social media follow. He has millions and millions of followers. But you know, I took your he, tuck your mother in. That was a good one. It, 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 fight. it don't matter. Uh, you know, saying Haney's gonna give him that work. Okay. All right. So yeah, I I mean I agree. I think Haney is the is the better fighter overall. Just now, I mean that's not to put down Garcia. I know that you're not as high on him as he's not as bad. A lot. He's just not what people think he is. Right. Right. That's what I was gonna say. You you yeah. don't think his high his hype matches his his actual uh, output. Um, and yeah, it probably doesn't. He probably does have a lot more Instagram followers and things like that, social media presence, um, than he does. You know, uh, uh, I don't want to say he's boxing like, skill. He's like Logan Paul, but, Jake Paul level when it comes to social media. He's like up there, 
right. a big following right. like that. But he's so. definitely a better fighter than than either one of those guys. So. Oh, of course, not even close. Uh, speaking of, there was a rumor going around, and I'm I'm going to say rumor allegedly because I don't want to anybody coming after the the ball and buds. Uh, but I was on Twitter earlier, and there's like pictures going around of of, of Jake Paul uh, uh, alleging him to be on the juice. Uh, because of some pictures that had like acne on his face and things like that, so I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't be, doubt it. That could be AI generated too, though. So. No, I mean these guys. That's what happened. A lot of fighters do juice MMA and boxing. A lot of them do it. It's just they know when they're going to get going to get tested. And some of these guys have these long layoffs, so they can flush mm. it out their system before they start mm. the training again. You know, right, I'm not going right. to name the boxers who they, that, the rumors were around. Uh, someone who fought Terrence Crawford and lost recently, but a lot of rumors about certain boxers being on the sauce. And, you know, mm. it, it, it's, it's part of, it's part of the game. You know, if you're not cheating, not trying, but I'm, I'm like, uh, I, I'm, I'm on the stance of uh, like Roy Jones Jr. He's like, I don't care what you're doing. I'll still knock you out. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, right. Stuff don't exactly. give you a, a, a granite chin. You know what I'm saying? So that is uh, definitely yeah, true. Me. Yeah. You could be, it can help you with endurance. It can help you uh recovery uh muscle growth things of that nature but it's still not gonna help your chin if you don't have a chin you know it is what it is you get hit going to sleep you know you ain't salty slaughter you're not jay leno <laughs> jay leno not the jay leno chin oh man that t- harkens me back to an inside joke of ours well, and I, I, I was about to go there I was you were about to go there <laughs> I was gonna go what, what young lady we're talking about i already know I, I love it. I love that we have been friends for such a long time that we have inside jokes that we don't even need to say before we know. Uh, anyways, that was my dad. Shout out, Pops. I don't know why your name's yeah, not coming up, but I uh, love you. Thanks for tuning in. All love right. Your, well, they got the Angel's Envy at the Dale City. Uh, Angel Envy ride at the Dale City ABC Liquor Store, okay? They got woo. thousand but, uh, Hey, you better, you you better stop on your way home before 9 o'clock. You better go stop on your way home. Oh, wait. It was $100. I was going to buy that. <laughs> oh, was it, it was $100 for real? Yeah, that's about it. I'll, I'll, I'll grab it next time I see it. Or just wait or wait till you come here because uh, it's at Frugal McDougal's for like 60 bucks or like. Yeah, you guys get like, a better yeah. source. Yeah. So anyways, shout out Frugal McDougal's though. One of the cheapest liquor stores I've ever been to. They got that high quality liquor for 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 an affordable value. So anyway, shout out awesome. them. Uh, do you have any other news or anything you want to talk about before we get into the fan mailbag? The biggest news. The news we've all been waiting for, and it's conspiracy mm. around it. I was listening to CJ uh, Sports TV. He's big, good, good boxing. You guys want to learn Ooh. about boxing? Oh, his CJ, he's up in Detroit. He's he's, he's legit, legit. Okay? He's shout legit. out. I don't know him, but yeah. shout out. Okay. All right. But That's the rumors are out there. It's been kind of out there. Uh, Al Haven kind of alluded alluded to this also. But Spence Crawford Part Two is done. It's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Oh no! It's not going to happen. First, they're they're saying Spence with the cataract eye surgery he recently had. Also, um, the money. Amazon doesn't want to put the money up. They lost money on this fight. So really interesting. Yeah. They, they, well, the re- this is the reason why they lost money, and I. What, the way CJ put it out there, I kind of now I just smoke. There's fire. So all these promoters talk. Okay, Dana White out here. All these guys talk. So we know we've been waiting for this fight. Al Heyman did not want this fight to happen. Okay, and Earl Spence pushed, 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 got it to happen. Finally, um, after all, after uh, Terrence Crawford uh, uh, getting on him for all these years, so he finally agreed for the fight. Al Heyman had this fight go on the same day as UFC. 
And this was UFC's first time in Utah. And I think uh, it was uh, uh, Alex Pereira moving up. Uh, I forgot who it was. It was a good card. You know, it was a real good card. So uh, UFC actually sold, did like 700000 or close to a million total. So that's that's money from you going to UFC that could be watching boxing. The box, I think this pay-per-view maybe did seven hundred or 600000 of uh, pay-per-view buys. So what he's saying is Al Heyman put it on the same day as uh, UFC, knowing that they might not sell as much. Therefore, they didn't, you know, basically you could say, hey, why do this rematch when it didn't make so much money? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Plus, Earl Spence got that ass whooped. So who wants to pay to see this again? So that it's, there's a lot of variables come in with this with this with this rematch, and that's why you know. Mm, wow. Happened, so now, uh, now it, it has to happen though at some point because it was contractually obligated, right? Yes, but PBC they are PB, it's, it's PBC's contract, so they can just you know not have it. Okay. It's not the fighters saying they don't want to fight; it's the company. Right. So right. If the company doesn't want to do it. There's a there's a I think there's a time frame with when rematches have to happen. So okay. I think it's that's that plays a factor as well. So yeah, I, this, this rematch ain't gonna happen apparently. That just seems really odd though, because yeah, it was a one-sided you know ass whooping oh, <laughs> that, yeah. he, that that Crawford put on Spence. But we all thought Spence, and we still do, was a great was a good fighter beforehand. Um, and I would think after a second at a with a second shot, uh, maybe a better training camp, uh, more experience coming in after fighting him already that he would have a better chance and so and i can't see that not being one of the top money making fights whether they lost money or not it's still got to be one of the top grossly because i mean if you if you can't make money off of those two stars who are two of the biggest stars that we have then yeah boxing's in a lot more trouble than 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 uh this is the problem it's the problem with that okay uh you get these boxing fans these so-called boxing fans and uh, they like certain boxers, and they all sound sound, sound the same. Hey, mate, hey, uh, uh, you watching a fight, mate? Yeah, I'm watching a fight. How you watching a fight? Oh, I'm a streaming. Okay. Hey, man, you watching a fight? I'm watching a fight. How you going to watch it? I'm a streaming. Okay. You get a UFC fan, how you going to watch the fight? Well, I'm going to order it. So oh, until these people start, that. <laughs> if, until people start buying these things mm. and making more money for the sport, yeah, maybe, but – they're not putting on these big fights because that's that's nothing. They're saying, "Oh, the piracy." Da, da, da. That's like Tank Davis. They be talking about that too all the time. You know, everyone's still in the fights and stuff. So, you know, me and, and, and I, I don't do that. And I, I get that is that is definitely you know that can definitely be an issue. Obviously, if they're if they're not grossing as much money as they could now, I I would venture to say with the way that TV is going these days with streaming and as you just mentioned amazon and all these other you know netflix which we'll talk about buying raw for five billion dollars right we'll talk about that later by the way y'all stay tuned we're going to talk about the wwe situation wwf situation later in the show you're not going to want to miss uh clubber d and i talking about that so stay tuned for that but um you know with the way things are going with the streaming deals and tv deals and stuff like that a lot of things are being given away free nowadays. Mm-hmm. Movies, when they go into the movie theaters, they're already the first day, they're already on these some of these streaming platforms available for rent, buy, or even free sometimes if you're a subscriber to one of these. So 
while yeah you may be losing a little bit of profit here and there from people you know pirating uh the stuff on on, on illegal streams um which yeah you should always support you know the things that you love so if you love it you should order it anyways and just support it but my thing is that i i think that's a cop-out i think that's an excuse i don't think that's a reason that you shouldn't try to make money because the money that you make is going to outweigh the people that that may have streamed it just because because you can't count on those people anyways a lot of those people just weren't gonna buy regardless so you weren't gonna make that money anyways um well, so i just think it's, that's it's it's, yeah, it's not like back in the day when we knew a couple people uh yep not the we, we, yeah we, yeah we knew a couple people that had the, had the black box back at home you know what i'm saying the we go to wrestling box. reviews and stuff like that that was that was back in the day but that's that's not as that's that's few as far between a lot of people stream nowadays like hundreds of thousands to millions stream so that's taking away okay and the problem streaming is one thing but i uh actually going to the fight as well that's another thing a lot of people don't go to fights it's not like overseas like in europe or in saudi arabia you know say a lot of a lot of people don't support as much going to the fights um there's not many household names and boxes this is another tangent i can get on later on but there's not there's not a lot of household names and boxing okay no one can really name besides Deontay wilder uh, name a good name a young uh, heavyweight American. No one really can besides right. I do big baby Jared Anderson. You know what I'm saying? But no one can really because I'm I'm a boxing nerd. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not like everyone else. I'm the one who watched Tuesday night fights back in the day on on USA and and watching uh, the fights on CBS and uh, boxing after dark and things like that with my pops back in the day. You know that was that was me growing up. So I loved watching stuff, but not the average person don't want to do this. Oh, Willie you know, you need Angela at Wegmans buying sushi on Wednesday night, okay? You need Pamela Angela? going to Giants in uh, uh, Whole Milk on, on Monday. You need, these people you need these people to care about boxing. That's why you need to branch out and do what they used to do back in the day, have boxing on free TV, build a character, a character, build a fighter up on Fox, on, on USA, or things of that nature. Then go to a pay-per-view don't just give me a pay-per-view once a year of javante davis fighting uh, uh billy bob johnson orton uh doing an stf on somebody don't nobody care about that i want him to fight somebody good you know billy what i'm saying reference with the stf <laughs> i don't know what just happened there my bad uh it was my bad did not mean to do that um uh, okay cool shout out to, shout out to the one-eyed wonder here in the middle that is our boy Oh, I just noticed that. <laughs> yeah, what I, what I was trying to do was switch us because I'm over top of you, and that doesn't really make sense. Wow. You're right here. Reckless as all get out. I just said I'm all over you. That was you're right. Like, oh, you're, you're going crazy, Jay. Pause on that. All right. Um, let us move then into our fan mailbag. Hey, y'all, we really appreciate send it in that mail we really appreciate it uh you know got a lot of uh different emails from all over the world uh actually uh for clubber d so uh by the way uh you can email your questions we will always be doing a fan mailbag every episode um and we'll probably start doing these a lot more frequently maybe every two weeks or so we're looking into that so just stay tuned but uh clubber d bnb at gmail and you can uh email that so clubber d BNB at Gmail. That being said, the first question uh, comes from Chin Music Maestro. That's a beautiful, 
screen name. I love that screen name. Uh, and they are from uh, they're from Vegas, from good old Vegas. Which uh, shout out uh, the Super Bowl will be held there in two weeks. And shout out my boy Fly Guy. Uh, I'll be there with him in two weeks, and uh, nice. that should be a that should be a fun time. Um, by the way, I can't believe they were uh, giving out those. I can because it's for veterans, but uh, those free tickets to the Super Bowl. Wow, man! I was like, I was, I was like, man, I would, I, I would, I would go with D. I would go with Clubber D just because it's a Super Bowl and it's free. I was like, I don't know, it ain't have to be my team. I'll go. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, that was a little short notice. Uh, you know, for uh, for trying to hop out there, but uh, you know, it is what it is. All right, so. Um, the first question is about yo boy. I know you like him. You're high on him. Tim Zhu, who uh, is a Australian. Yes. Shout out Ian, by the way, um, our, our resident uh, Australian fan uh, on the show. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyways, Tim Zhu, uh, Australian superstar, 29 years old. Looking to continue to rise. Will meet former welterweight champion Keith Thurman in a 155 pound fight uh and this is going to be March 30th uh in Vegas that might be why the person is from Vegas that makes sense there they live there um so this fight is going to be March 30th in Vegas and it's going to be it's going to kick off PBC's partnership as you were just talking about so astutely cleverty with Amazon Prime Video um so can you go into uh this fight and uh, obviously I know that we already talked about the streaming portion of things um but this is a big this is one of the stars that's looking to you know really break out now and this is uh you know the first i would say high profile contender that most non you know hardcore boxing fans would know yeah tim zoo he's he's the son of legendary uh boxer casa zoo you know what i'm saying Ooh, he's legend that's his son so tim zoo's a good fighter you know he when he fought tony harrison uh, he put, uh, you know, he, he he put him through the ringer, you know, Tony Harrison. And, and he beat him like he owed him money. It was that bad. You know what I'm saying? He, was, <laughs> he went there down under, the, like he was down in Australia for that, for that ass whooping. And, you know what I'm saying? I was, I almost like got hit by upside the head with a boomerang. It was so bad. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was like, they were just, it was just awful. They, they, they stopped the fight and then he beat. And how many Joey's did you talk to? <laughs> oh, I was down. I talked about. I was, I, I was about six or seven. I, I gave him some milk, you know. I had a, I had a pet him a little bit. Seven Joey. You know I, I was. Uh, I got into it with like about three dingo. I kicked the shit out of him. Not a dingo. Dingo Know me down there, you know. But uh, yeah. So he's he's a, he's the man down in Australia. He's the guy. Now I can't post him, but uh, he's trying to build his American um, uh, fan base and. He was supposed to fight Charlo, the Charlo that fought, that lost to, uh, that lost to uh, Canelo. He was supposed to fight him for about a year, but Charlo had that hand injury, never fought him, and then moved up to fight Canelo. And then the WBO belt that he has, he was the one number one contender. They just gave it to him, which is people like to say it's internet champion. He became the the true WBO champion. That's how he has the belt now. Now this fight with Keith Thurman, a person who hasn't fought in about over two years. Um, he was so cringe. I hate that word cringe, but he was so corny I at know. the press conference. The word is cringe. Trying to be funny. Like, I like you, Keith Thurman, but just stop talking sometimes. You're not funny. And uh, I'm, oh, 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 he's, play, he, he's like a flat-footed Mexican. Dude, you almost got knocked out by a Mexican in your last fight. So what are you talking about? Like, mm. Cito Lopez almost knocked you out. Like, you you had a hold on to him. Mario Barros had him on the reels. Uh, another Mexican. So stop, don't, don't say he's a flat-footed Mexican. It makes no sense. Anyways, uh, 
So Keith Thurman, he's moving up. He's fought at 154 before. Um, he's fought in upper weight class, but it's been a while. This guy doesn't fight. He, he's it's like Earl say he's PBC fighters. They fight once every three, four years. It's like, it's like the, the the episode. It's like season three of The Wire. You got to wait like two years for it to come out. It makes no sense. So he's fighting at their long layoff, and he's basically going to be sacrificial lamb to Tim Zoo on uh, a pay per view. And uh, kind of wrapped Tim Zoo on pay per view. But that was a, yeah, a little bar action right there. Bars for free. <laughs> You knew. but anyways um i don't think yeah yeah you got it i don't got think <laughs> this should be pay-per-view they, like amazon prime already does one fighting okay they already do mma and muay thai on their mm. on their uh platform so on you can yeah. they do that on friday night sometimes i was out there one time in singapore but i had, I had stayed because uh, they tried to cane me one time so i was messing with somebody but that's another story but um so i think this is what i don't understand with uh with, with amazon the they're poor. putting these fights at are not worthy and that's the same problem pbc was doing with showtime you're losing money because who wants to buy uh uh ortiz versus uh god ruiz you know what i'm saying who wants to like who wants to why would you why would that be for 40 bucks right. why would you why would you, I, that should I don't be want on, 40 bucks for that Sorry. wednesday night on showtime like that should not be not even on saturday like, so they're putting all these fighters and the, the co-main events uh, Pitbull against uh, Rolly Ramirez, that's not a pay-per-view fight. Like These fights, you're putting a trash card together and, right. and that should not be your first one. First fight. It should be Javante Davis against uh, uh, Frank Mart, Frank the Ghost Martin. That should be your first one if you want to get people to watch, but I already see them starting off with the wrong foot. And I think uh, Amazon is showing the fight, but I think Al Hayman is putting the money up, so I'm going to kind of see where, how this goes. Mm. But uh, I don't think Amazon's putting the money up for these fires. I think they're just being a. Uh, um, you you can um, you can show the fight on our platform because mm-hmm. Al Heyman's kind of he's burned Fox back in the day. He burned uh, uh, MSNBC or NBC NBC Sports. The PBC was on there, kind of burnt them a little bit. Then he moved to uh, uh, to Showtime. No, I think he was on yeah Show, Showtime. So he's he's bounced around a couple different networks where they're like, dude, you're putting on these fights. You're taking the money. You're not. For nothing, like no, there's no good fights. So um, I'm not sure how this is going to go moving forward. But yeah, this is the, they had a press conference. It wasn't that great. You got Roly Ramirez looking just clueless and dusty. I think he's still, I think he's still cloudy headed from uh, uh, Romero. His, he's just, he, he's just, I can't, I can't with him. But he's now, fighting, uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say they're in, the, they're in the undercard, right in the co co main, right? They're in the co main event, and then. Um, Holly uh, Romero way. defending his uh, WBA junior welterweight title versus Isaac Pitbull Cruz. Yeah, that is correct. He's fighting Pitbull Cruz. Uh, Cruz, we all know Cruz is the one who lost to Tank Davis, but they went to distance. So when Tank uh, broke his right hand, they still, fit, you know, still got the mm-hmm. still got the belt. I mean, I'm sorry, he still mm-hmm. got the the win. Um, but I mean, Pitbull. So, so let me ask a follow up because you say that. Uh, that Keith Thurman is a sacrificial lamb for Tim Zhu. Now, obviously, he hasn't fought very much. He uh, Thurman has not fought since February 2022 when he outpointed Mario Barrios. Um, and uh, even that was his first action since July 2019 when he dropped a split decision to Manny Pacquiao, who has not fought in, since then. So... Those were his last two fights. So I see why you're saying he is a sacrificial lamb. And yes, Tim Zhu is a thousand favorite 
uh, at ESPN Bet. Um, but does Thurman have? Does Thurman have a, a, a tiny bit of a chance? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I said no. Kunzu no. is not. He is no joke. Okay. He's all business. Okay. And Thurman's moving up. Tim Zoo's, this is Tim Zoo's weight class. So you're getting a person who's been inactive for two years moving up. Look at, mm. look at Charlo against look at Charlo against uh, right. Canelo when he moved up two divisions. No, three right. divisions. Oh, it's a two? Yep. No, two, uh, divisions, two divisions. Two divisions. Two divisions. Yeah. Going, up to, going up to fight Canelo. You saw what happened. He was he had track shoes on, okay? I thought he was wearing either either Brooks or, or Asics. He was moving back so fast. I thought it was Deion Sanders backpedaling. So, no. Uh, Tim Zoo's going to whoop that ass. Shout out Prime. Shout out Prime. Uh, we love you here at Ball and Butts. Yeah, um, my name's sake. Take the eye out your name. We don't do that. Us Deion's don't do that. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, I guess. I got For women. All right. I wasn't going to go there, but all right. Let's move on to our next question. This comes from the Sweat Science Sorcerer. Another, I like the alliteration there on your username, fella. Uh, this guy comes from Cardio City, Japan, a.k.a. Tokyo. So I don't know why okay. that's called Cardio City. Uh, if you could let me know. Uh, sweat Science Sorcerer, uh, Clever D, and I would love to know why it's called Cardio City. I don't know uh, Sweat Science. He can, he can, that's a, it's all you. I mean, I, I, the only the only Sweat Science I know. Let me stop right now yeah, before I right. get us canceled. Herders, AGG all day. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, sweat Science Sorcerer ass. Tank Davis's coach recently came out and said that he only wants to put them in there with people that he can knock out. What is next for him, and will he fight a top fighter anytime soon? I would also like to caveat on this question to help out a little bit, Sweat Science Sorcerer. Um, uh, say that 15 times fast. Uh, Haney and Stevenson, who we just talked about earlier, right, um, uh, this is they were who he was asked about when the coach said this. So, can you elaborate more on this? Uh, obviously, coming out, uh, Tank is basically doing a Canelo route. Uh, when you don't want to, people just say the same thing. Excuse me, he called uh Shakur Stevenson a runner when they were going to fight, and he chose not to fight him. They don't like to fight, apparently, they're trying to hide Tank from elusive fighters. Fighters that are good off their back foot, move side to side, use good angles, and can purely box. There, they want. There's a certain type of fighter they want Tank to fight. That's somebody who comes straight for them. You know what I'm saying? That's why he fights a lot of Mexicans because Mexican fighting style is awesome. coming right at you. You know, whoa, that is that is crazy. Um, so a lot of like Pitbull, he 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 likes to charge towards his opponents. How about that? Uh, you know and. If you do that, you know you're not moving side to side, not 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 using angles. Your your set will get knocked out, and it looks like Tank likes to fight only fighters like that. Okay, um, that's not a, I was joking around, but that's for real. He's only fought three black fighters. He had a chance to fight Devin Farmer, Tevin Farmer, back when and back when the, back in the day, and I've mm-hmm. uh, been like versus uh, Baltimore a little little battle there. He told Tevin Farmer at the at the fight at a. Uh, I think it was the Gary Russell fight, which I was at at MGM here in uh in Maryland. They almost got into it, and he said, "Hey, get a belt and come see me." Tevin Farmer got the belt, and then he saw him at the next fight. He said, "Hey, I got the belt. What's up?" And Tank just walked away. So, uh, 
Keep that chances of Gary, Gary Russell has called him out forever. Mayweather had to tell Gary Russell to stop calling him out, leave him alone. So there's fighters that have been trying to get at him, but they don't, they've been, they've been holding off on certain type of fighters. They want him to fight, you know, these fighters that he can say that will stand in front of him. He can get a flashy highlight knockout off of cool. I respect that, but I can't put you up here. If all the top fighters are the ones you're avoiding, you know, uh, when Devin Haney put on that show against uh, Regis Ruguru Progress, it was, oh, well, he came in a fight weighing X, Y, and Z. I can't fight him. Da, da, da. Who does that? Like, who? <laughs> right. Who makes it? It's like, why do you? Where does that come from? You fight Ryan Garcia. You bring him down to 135, a catch weight, knowing he can't make that weight no more. And right. then you put a 10, 10 weight hydration clause. What? Sure did. Sure did. Come on, man. Like, sure you don't need a hydration clause for Ryan Garcia. That tells me all I need to know about you as a fighter. That's it. Woo! You know, that's that's a that's a good point. That is a very good point. Yeah, um, all shut up. And and you, and this harkens back to earlier that you were talking about um, uh, Crawford uh, uh, and and the and and the Spence fight, and it actually brought up a, a follow up question that I didn't even realize, I, I don't even know why I didn't ask this earlier when you were talking about this, because it was right in my face. Um, but when the IBF stripped Crawford of his belt because he didn't, uh, because he had the mandatory against Spence, they uh, gave that belt to Jerron Boots Ennis, um, who now holds that belt. So do we now, and again, I should have asked this earlier, do we now see that fight matriculate this year? Uh, probably not. Uh, Boots had two times to fight Crawford in the past. Um, chose not to fight him. Uh, it's been proven. And Bud's at the point where he's deserved to get these money fights, okay? okay. Um, yeah, he's already right. said he would fight Canelo, which is stupid. But that's a lot of money if he fights Canelo. I'm not going to knock him for one that fight. Me as a boxer fan, I know what's going to happen. And uh, Canelo will allow it to go maybe five rounds. And I, I don't want to see him go out like that, but he, he's going he's gonna to go out if he fights Canelo bad. Canelo is way too big of a fighter for him, way too big. And um, it, that it just wouldn't be wouldn't be fair. But okay. um, but he's at the point where he doesn't need to fight uh, up-and-comer. Now, if the up-and-comer is already established, yes, he can do that. But he doesn't need to fight, you know what I'm saying, somebody uh, – um, like a Jerron Boots and it's just yet. Like Bud's like what 35, 36 years old. He's up yeah, there. Yeah, he's like 36. Yeah. So he he's only got maybe two or three years left, if that. And he likes to stay active. So this uh Spence fight holding him up is, is messing his his normal flow of fighting. Spence likes to take these long breaks, but Bud likes he's old school. He likes to stay active. Um mm-hmm. so I don't like for them stripping him, I understand that, but I'll doubt I I'll dabble into that again when we talk about another fighter who I just mentioned about how the corruption is for some fighters, but not for all fighters when it comes to this stripping uh, fighters of their belts, because some fighters do need to get stripped, um, especially ones that are uh, named Canelo Alvarez. Go ahead. Go ahead and elaborate, my friend, please. Well, you got Canelo, you got David Morrell, who's a WBA regular champion, and you got uh, David Benavidez, the WBC interim champion. These guys have been waiting to fight Canelo for about, I think, Morel since 2019. Wow. And uh, 2020 or 2019, either way, it's been years. And mm-hmm. uh, Benavides for the last three years uh, waiting to fight Canelo. So 
my problem with this is why hasn't WBC, why hasn't WBA ordered those fights? Right. There is a reason. Like, why haven't they ordered those fights? You had yeah, Canelo fight John Ryder, who's uh, I think it was a WBO mandatory or something like that. You had him fight him. Okay, he's a bum. What, what was the point of that? You let Charlo move up three weight classes or two weight classes to fight Canelo mm. and have these guys wait. And this guy hasn't fought in like over a year. So why does that happen? Okay. Um, he fought Triple G when nobody wanted to see that fight. That was three years past his, three, four years past his prime. You let right. that fight happen while these guys are waiting. So why are they letting these things happen? But Canelo can just do whatever he wants to do. Mm. It, it, it's called boxing, not Canelo. So he doesn't run the sport. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to fight. You got to get your belt. So that that's that's stuff that pisses me off. You want to strip Bud of his belt, but you don't want to do that to Canelo. Get I mean, up. Get okay. Get up. Come on, man. It's called spade to spade. You get fight a small guy. Up. You fight all these dudes moving up in weight that aren't your weight class. You, you move up to uh, Baval's weight. He whips that ass. And then you <laughs> bring him in the fight. No, man. No, get out of here. Yeah, he fought Bilbao also, moved up, and everyone had to wait. So what? Who do you think you are? These guys have to wait, and you can just do whatever. No. Strip him of the belts. He got to go. Take the belts. Who do you think you are? I am. And and he is going to duck them all and fight somebody (laughs) like uh, Charlo's brother, or he's going to fight Munguia on my birthday, May 4th, which is bullshit. Well, I, I don't want you to get into that because there is actually a question here about Munguia. That I'm actually, we'll go ahead and ask that now. I had that for a couple, but since you just mentioned them, let me go ahead and ask this question now. Um, uh, this comes from Cape Town Thunderfist. That is an amazing screen name, uh, username, my friend. Um, from Cape Town, South, South, South Africa. Shout out. We are big in South Africa. We BBB. love all of you down there. Um, but they asked. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. Shout out to DDP who won. Uh, against Sean Strickland in UFC 297 to take the belt and uh, the first um, uh, for him. So anyways, the question here is asked about Mongia. Jaime Mongia is his name. And he says, Jaime Mongia or she, I don't know who this is. Jaime Mongia and his performance against John Ryder. Can you please talk more about that? And also, and this is this ties into what you were just talking about. Um, will Canelo end up fighting Munguia? Jaime Munguia is, is interesting. He's like kind of like the, because I think Virgil Ortiz is from Dallas, but he's Mexican-American. Jaime Munguia is from Mexico. So, and he's, both of them are under Golden Boy, uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Kind of like Canelo when he came up. Golden Boy, Oscar De La Hoya was his promoter. So, Jaime Munguia, he's 27 years old. He's 40-0 and 0 with 34 knockouts. Woo, 43-0, right, isn't he? 43-0, yeah. That's it, right? Did I say it? Yeah. You said, I thought you said 40, but maybe maybe you did. Well, regardless, he's 43 and 0 with 20, 20, I'm sorry, 34 knockouts. Boom, bam. Uh, so he is, they've molded him, they they brought him up the way you you do certain fighters, you know, get him against a puncher, get him against somebody elusive. Let's let's see how he is in different uh different avenues. So he's 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 a beast, and he was supposed to, he was a uh 160 pound WBO champion, okay. Um, he was supposed mm. to fight Charlo for the WBC belt, but of course, Showtime PBC didn't want to play nice with his own, and that fight fell through. But he of was course. down to fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, my problem with him was when Demetrius Andrade had the WBA belt at 160, and they were both under the zone. That fight never happened. 
you know, they said they weren't ready for Andrade. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But that's probably smart because Andrade probably would have got him. Now, he's moved up. I think it's his second fight, second or third fight at 168. So he went from 160 to 168. Uh, uh, second fight. Yeah, sacrifice took his belts away, took his belt away. And I think uh, Jedevic has him. He has two belts now, one one uh, sixty. But he's at 168, and he fought uh, the guy Canelo fought last, last uh, I think it was two years ago. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he bought, fought John Ryder, who was Canelo's mandatory. Canelo will fight these uh, Johnny McDittons from Great Britain, but he won't fight Johnny McDittons. So he <laughs> fights him, and Mongia beats that ass. Okay, he's he knocked him down what four or five times. I think it's four or five times in that in that, in that fight. He <laughs> his tail. Canelo, it went all the way. Canelo knocked him down once, but it went all the way. That was his fight in Mexico. Um, mm. This fight was in Phoenix, sold out crowd. He has a good following in America in certain places. Um, so since he knocked him out in the ninth round, they're saying now that Munguia is one of the potential opponents for Canelo on May 4th. Okay. okay. Again, I have a problem with this. I have a problem with this because Canelo's fighting another fighter that's really brand new to the division when you got your mandatories already waiting, um, mm-hmm. with that being uh, Morel and uh, freaking Benavidez. Also, I mean, can we please get that fight? Jeez, Louis. Well, here's here's the kicker. Before I name the other person he's supposed to fight, that it's either these two. Or Crawford's the wild card. Crawford might be in September because he likes to fight uh, Mexican Day Independence, which is uh, September 18th, I believe, around that time. Mm. He likes to fight around, around that time. Um, they're saying that those might be it, but my problem with that is when he fought John Ryder, he said that I do not want to fight another Mexican. That was his he said saying. That. He... he said that, and that's why then Benavides was like, well, I'm half Ecuadorian, fight my Ecuadorian side. It was like a running joke. You know, Jaime Munguia is a thousand percent Mexican from Mexico, barely speaks English. So if you pick him, that makes you look like a big hypocrite. Yeah. like And And makes makes you look scared. Makes you look shook like shit, actually. Big time. And, uh, and so why is he running so much from Benavidez? I mean, is is he is this does Canelo think that I mean obviously Canelo must think that Benavidez has a very good chance since he's been ducking him for years now. The problem with Benavidez is that he's getting better. Uh the fight against Andrade, he used instead of just coming coming Paul, charging straight at no, him. I was running. I was waiting for it. Yeah, <laughs> Reckless. Stop it. Uh instead of Pressuring his point, like he they like uh, calls the Mexican monster. Um, he used good footwork. He cut the ring off. Okay, uh, he looked very good against Andrade. Very good and very scary. And the problem with that is he's a bigger guy than ben, uh, Bivol is. When Bivol fought Canelo at light heavyweight, okay, mm-hmm. um, Benavidez he's like my height. He's six two, and Canelo's like five eight. You know what I'm saying? What are you going to do with somebody 6'2 coming at you with power, you know what I'm saying, that uses footwork? You can't just hang on the ropes like you did Bavall. Bavall was scared of Canelo's power. He just outboxed him. Benavidez ain't going to do that. He's going to try to take his head off. Canelo's got to do something to crack him to get to back him up, and nobody's been able to do that. Nobody. Mm. And, and he's young. He's only like 26, 27, 28. He's mm. a young dude. So um, it's I think it's a size thing. And if he does fight him, He's gonna drain the hell out of him. He's gonna be like, "Hey, no, I want you. I want you. reckless." 
That's not bad. Sure. You got a, you got a, you got a, a, a five hydration clause. He could do something. He's gonna, he's gonna make it so Benavidez is going through hell for that, for that to make that weight and stay at that weight for the next day. Because Canelo, I, it, it has to be the the uh, his his uh, physical attributes is why he does not want that fight. I want to say that. It's like he's he's running like it's a damn track meet out here. He's running so far from this guy. Just like man, just do the Lennox, just do the Riddick bow for versus Lennox Lewis. Put the belts in the trash can if you don't want to fight him. Do that, right? Something. Jeez, Louise. Now I want to follow up though because Jose has said he wants to beat all of Canelo's potential opponents, and that he's going to go on a, a barnstorming tour through all of them. So I think that only adds to the intrigue. That's the only. Uh, my problem is that, is that he's. Not ducking, but he's avoiding Morel because they, they've been beefing, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to fight him. He wants to fight everybody that Canelo wants to fight, and they've been ducking him. He was he wanted to fight Jaime Munguia. Jaime Munguia said, oh, no, I don't want to fight you. You know what I'm saying? I'll fight John Ryder because he didn't want that work. Uh, so Morel's thing is now I'm going to fight everybody that you want to fight, so therefore you have no choice but to fight me. And the problem with that is a lot of these guys are just doing a duck move, just not, not going to fight him. Now, I'm saying right now, Canelo, uh, for his next fight, you see they're going to be Mungia or Charlo, okay? The wild card is Terrence Crawford. Those are the three it's going to be. You heard it here first. You can hear second, but here's the first time you heard it. I brush your teeth. And, all right, so I have a follow-up to that uh, because today um, I was reading about uh, Tim Bradley had an interview that he did about that potential matchup, and he said that he believes that even though obviously Canelo would have the upper hand and be the favorite that he believes because of Crawford's experience and boxing skills that he at least would stand a chance inside the ring against Canelo. Do you agree with Mr. You don't agree with Mr. Bradley at all. Wow. Okay. No. Okay. Bud fights at 147. 147. That's 21 pounds. Canelo fights at 168. What do you think Canelo's going to come in? Or, or well, okay, for example, Amir Khan fought Canelo at one was it 50, 54, whatever. Yeah, that's that, right. uh, Khan moved up. He said Canelo weighed as much as a, a Dan Cruiser weight that fight. And Khan's a small guy. Wow, you cannot yeah. take that power from it's you can't. It's there's a reason why Floyd didn't fight Roy Jones Jr. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. Because Bud's like, whoa, look look at Charlo, Charlo. Is a bigger dude than than uh, Bud is. He's bigger frame, bigger everything. And he was running for his life against Canelo, and he's heavier than he fights at one fifty four, not one forty seven. So what on earth do you think he's gonna do to Bud? Mm. I'm, I, I get I get what he's saying. Like Bud's gonna go in there, Bud's gonna fight him. Like he's gonna bring the fight to him. But when that doesn't work, then what? Yeah, he's yeah. gonna go out in the shield. I just don't see only way I give Bud a chance. I need to see Bud fight at at least two fights. At 154 first. 154 first. Go to 160. Mm. I need to see yeah. him put the weight on the correct some, way. Some warm-up bounce, right. Exactly. See, see, can he take a punch from a middleweight or super middleweight? You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you can't just jump up like that out of nowhere. I'm sorry. It does not work like that. All right? Okay. It's just it's just it's physics. It's boxing. No, no, I got you. I just know that, uh, you know, obviously he's a very respected voice in the boxing community, and he's obviously, I mean, Tim Bradley's yeah, one of the best yeah, best he, analysts, but. Lomachenko's yeah. junk when they uh, Shakur, so he can shut up. 
Okay. Well, speaking of Lomachenko, that's funny that you mentioned Lomachenko because we have a mailbag question about Lomachenko as well. So I might as well go into that one that I was going to ask here in a little bit. So this comes from uh, the uh, um, uh, the Munich Mauler. Excuse me. I don't know why I don't know how to read. The Munich Mauler from Munich, Germany. Shout out, yo. That's awesome. I was actually, I was born in uh, Frankfurt, Germany. So shout out. Is it Jason? Jason, is that you? Are you coming in as the Munich Mauler? Uh, This this person, yeah. My dad. Shout out. Shout out Army Space. Oh, shout out Lil Shane. Miss you, my bro. I know. I said, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Um, uh, anyway, so the question is, uh, Lomachenko has just been signed to fight Cambosis and uh, mm-hmm. George Cambosis. What are your thoughts on this fight? And who do you foresee as the early winner of this bout? Well, this fight's going to be in Australia. Um, I'm a little under the weather, people. I'm sorry. I'm not as live as I usually am. They don't sign this issue, so... Thank God for very old Barton for helping me back to where I need to be. Okay. But anyways, shameless plug. Shameless plug. plug in the Bartons. But um uh this love a good bourbon. Belt I should have brought mine for, down. Say what? I said I, I said I love bourbon too. I should have brought some down. I'll have to have a glass when I go upstairs before. Yeah, this is a little something something. But uh so I forget which belt this is for. Maybe for a WBO. Belt. It's one of the belts that Devin Haney uh uh Rickledge. I cannot say that word. I will I will get that for information for you right now. I don't know. Whatever it is. I got I'm tripping right now. It's a bunch of Barton. But uh yeah, so it's one of the belts that Devin Haney uh um let go of at one thirty five. Um and this goes to the point of uh Shakur Stevenson getting mad because he got one of the belts and he can't get a fight. But then again they're gonna sign Cambosa versus uh Lomachenko. Um it is for the vacant IBF world lightweight title. IBF, Why is okay, it so always IBF that's always taking the belts away? Do they have something so like a stick up their ass or some shit? Right there. The, the red belt. Fuck, okay. man. Uh, Debella. I think that the promoter is the Debella. So it's each promoter has different set of rules for their belts. Okay. So, Come on, man. This is um, <laughs> it's That's why boxing. That's is so the, whack, dude. That's the problem so with whack. boxing. So if I'm top rank, they might say, okay, WBC, I'm going to rock with you. Okay, uh, I'm PBC. Okay, WBA, I'm gonna rock with you. So each like, promotion promoter wants a belt, like it's, because and and it, like you said, Ennis is a good fighter, but don't tell me Crawford isn't the champion just because you took one of his belts away. Like that's not gonna make me think he's any less of the 147 <laughs> undisputed yeah, champion it's, it's, because you decided to take a belt away. Like that doesn't what? <laughs> like what's his name? Uh, Yang, the heavyweight. He's fighting against Joseph Parker for the uh, interim IBF or whatever. So once the heavyweight. Fury and Usyk, they're going to strip one of them from that belt. It's it's the way boxing is with these belts, okay? IBF, Debella, get your shit together, because that's that's ridiculous. That's just... I'm kind of pissed at my picture, because it doesn't have the WBO. It has the IBO, and no one cares about that, this belt over here, or over there. That belt, it should be the black belt, the WBA, okay? Hey, you got Bro, to update boxing, your background. Let me, huh? No, I, I said you had to update your background. I, I did on a rush, okay? This should be the WBA, which is the black belt. That's the IBF, the red belt. WBC, that's the green one. I love the green one. That's my favorite. WBO, right there. Now, damn it. The Rocky belt, the red, white, and blue, that's the lineal. That's the ring magazine champion, okay? That is for, like, the best at that division. All right? So 
all you boxing fans, that's that's the belts for you, okay? That one should be you, WBA, the black one. But that's, that's you know what? I really appreciate that because even as a boxing fan, I just never realized that the colors were associated with, I just thought it was just always random in the boxers pick. I thought it was like when the ultimate warrior would come out with like the custom purple belt and they just like made it for him. That's what I thought this whole time. Yeah, That's each true, each belt has their own stationing body and they get money from the champions in each belt, each bout they have with the champion. The WBC is ran by uh, Suleiman and they're based in Puerto Rico. Um, mm-hmm. So they're the ones who made up the whole franchise champion with Lomachenko signed on the paperwork to duck, Devin Haney the first time, just like uh, Canelo ducked Charlo the first time. And they made a franchise. Anyways. <laughs> uh, some of these belts have like a, a super, like the WBA has a has a regular champion, which is basically you're the champion and waiting to fight the other champion. And Tank has been that for years, but doesn't want to exercise that clause. Or they don't want to force him to exercise that clause. Uh, WBC, the green one, right here. Uh, favorite. David Benavidez has been the interim champion for the last two years waiting to fight Canelo. But they don't exercise that clause to make him fight him. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What, I'll do a short on the belts and break it down if you want me to. I'll do a short. You know, you I would to. I would love that. And I think uh, the fans would also like uh, some shorts on your uh, top five boxers, too. Uh, at some point. Yeah, well, well, I do I do a top five Mexican boxer uh, pretty soon. Um, and also, if you guys haven't seen my golf swing, Almost 3,000 people have seen it on our shorts. That's crazy. Check it out. It's freaking hilarious. That's crazy that we got that many views on that short. That's awesome. Y'all do check that out. Hey, it's a great, t- great time to plug us. Uh, at Ball and Buds, uh, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. You can find us on YouTube. Please go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Tons of videos. There's uh, actually 200 videos up there because i just uploaded the 200th video so plus we go live at least twice a week with the bottom line sports and then you have clubber d and yours truly here on your combat sports specials as well which also gives me another chance to plug our next combat sports special so we will be back in two weeks for ufc 298 and this is going to be uh uh, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky versus Ilya Tapuria in what was uh, it was originally scheduled a few months ago, but got delayed due to an injury. But what we expect to be a pretty awesome, awesome main event there that is going to be in, in Anaheim, California on Saturday, the February the 17th. The co-main is Whitaker versus Costa. Um, Paulo Costa versus Robert Whitaker. Uh, so we'll be back for that that day. And so we'll be going, what, 6 Eastern, right? Like our normal time? What's the actual date on that? That's the Saturday, the February the 17th. So, okay. So that Saturday is going to be the date of Usyk versus Fury. And that's probably be overseas. So we might have to do it on a Thursday or Friday. Okay. That's it. That's exactly why I wanted yeah. to ask. All right. So look out for us. We're going to probably just do it on a Thursday. Make it easy. Yeah. Um so two weeks from now, y'all, that's going to be on the uh, on the fifteenth of uh, of uh, February. You're going to catch us here, same like tonight, right? Eight p.m. Eastern on the fifteenth of February. Make sure you put that on your calendars. Tap in with us for UFC 298, and as was just mentioned, the huge, huge, huge heavyweight battle, Fusic, Fusic. Wow. I just uh, made them like a Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey combo there. Uh, um, <laughs> that was for the algorithm, by the way, Taylor Swift. Um, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Tyson Fury versus 
uh, Alexander Usyk in Saudi Arabia, which also gives me a chance to bring up another thing that we will be talking about that day because we have a mailbag question that goes, coincides excuse me, perfectly with this. Um, PFL versus Bellator. Professional Fighters League versus Bellator will be on February 24th, that weekend after. So we'll also be talking about that. That So it's going to be a super stacked show here in two weeks, y'all, that we're going to be talking. But that being said, we do have a question here from uh, uh, from uh, the Submission Magician. Um, uh, you stole that there. Uh, that's uh, what's her name from WWE, uh, Shayna Baszler uses that name so i'm gonna have to Copy give value. you some, i'm gonna have to give you some copyright infringement there user i don't know who you are You're, amazing you, shout out to shana basil we love shana basler um and this guy is uh, shouting it wow from armbar acres russia i like that from armbar acres russia the submission magician and they are asking um what are your thoughts on the recently uh breaking news that professional fighters league acquired read saved because Bellator needed to be saved, saved, uh, acquired Bellator, all of their fighters, and now setting up a super card. Can you tell us about this all development? I love it. They are doing basically what uh, uh, I do not know the the gentleman's name, the the the, the, the main person in Saudi Arabia, Turkish is something. But he's he had an interview on the Zone talking about he wants the best fighters fighting, and he's talking about. Across all all uh, planes, you know what I'm saying. So I love what it, what he's doing. He's asked Golden Boy to get his best five to go against Eddie Hearns Matrim's ex, uh, best five. Um, uh, I got you here. Hold on one second. Saudi Arabia's sports minister is Prince Abdulaziz bin Turkey Al Faisal. Al Faisal. Hope I got that right, sir. I'm gonna call him Big Ock. So Big Ock. Basically. <laughs> Hey, that's uncle. That's a, he's uncle over there. You know what I'm saying? So, I, hey, shout out to – I love what they're doing. And also, what people don't know, uh, this is a nugget, Omar. I'm going to let you know that yes. Saudi Arabia just lifted their alcohol ban that was in effect Ooh. for the last 80 years. Because, you know, wow. alcohol. So that's huge. They that ban to have alcohol. I have friends that live in Abu Dhabi. Um, and it's not too far from Dubai, you know what I'm saying? They live out there. They usually tell me during Ramadan, you know, saying a lot of the shades are down for restaurants and the Americans and the Europeans that live there or visit. It's the time to visit is Ramadan because, you know, a lot, not a lot of people are out, but so, but they're letting people drink there that are non-Muslims. So that's a big way to say, Hey, all these, all these big fights that are already happening right now yeah. over there is, it's, it's helping them out because, he wants the big fights, okay? And Ganu versus Francis. I'm sorry, Ganu versus Francis. Ganu versus Joshua. Francis, you know, that's over there, okay? And Ganu uh, versus Francis. I just got that. Yeah, 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 you know <laughs> <laughs> Omar versus Francis. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, yeah, so fights over there, like Peach versus Shane, that's what those are going to be over there. <laughs> Let me stop. All right. But yeah, Shane is great. Um, a lot of big fights are, are gonna be over there. He wants to bring Tank over there. He wants to bring Hanny's more than willing to go there. They're they're Muslim anyway, so they they want to go over there. Um, and he's been there to watch fights. Uh you got newly signed Quentin Rampage Jackson against Shannon the Cannon Briggs. 
But that's mm. going to be there on June 1st. And I will be there because I got a couple of Habibis out there that want to see me. You Ooh, know what I'm saying? Ooh, let's go. Down. You know, they were like, hey, you know, get some eat. But I said, I can't. It's Ramadan. You know, they want me to do. Anyways, but um, I got you. <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah, so he wants all the big fights and he has the money to put on these big fights. So he's an old school uh, boxing purist and mm. he wants nothing but put on good fights. And Vegas, you're in trouble. Okay. Because while we're dilly dallying, twiddling our thumbs here in America, over there, they're saying, come fight. We got the money. Come fight for us. So yeah. they're willing to put on the, the fights that we want to see. So these promoters, which like Golden Boy, uh, Matchroom, uh, I think it's Queensberry. I think that's the other one that's in uh, London. But I could be wrong. But yeah, those three are already on, online for doing this. And that big fight, that PFL first uh, Bellator, we got mm. Orissa Shields, the the quote, the, the best female, well, the best female boxer, one of the best female boxers. Is she right making now. her debut? She's been fought. This is like her third fight. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's fighting, though, but she's on like the under undercard. I don't think she's on the main. Oh, court. you know what? No, I did. I watched yeah. her get beat the first she's fight. One That's right. one. Yeah. Her only loss ever in professional was MMA, her second fight. So yeah, I watched he, that. She's fighting there. So they're bringing the fights out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they are. And I love it. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. women's fighting, Michaela Mayer. She just fought recently in uh in England, and they had a sellout crowd. So even though she lost, mm-hmm. I forgot the young lady's name she, she lost to, but overseas they support and love female fighting, which we should here in America, you know. Uh so it's not the age of I'm just gonna do some my tangent of female fighting again. This is not the age of oh, it's a girl, oh look at her fight. No, these girls can fight, they're better than some guys, and these girls like to scrap, they want to scrap. These men bring excuses not to scrap. So I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Omar disappeared, but that's all right. I'm still here, though. But, yeah, so the thing what I'm trying to say is that overseas um, in Saudi Arabia, he's trying to put on the best and big fights, okay? He's asked uh, Javante Davis to come over and fight in Saudi Arabia. So, uh, Javante Davis like, man, they got to give me two Ferraris. Well, they give him two Ferraris. Let's go. Like, like, why not? Like, you're called a world champion, not a USA champion. Right. So fight all over the world. Uh, I mean, it makes... Look, I am not going to be one of those holier-than-thou, mightier-than-thou, whatever. No, I'm not going to be the one to do it. I have always been on the side of the uh, the, uh, LI, the LIV golf. I've always been on the side of... Uh, you know, WWE and yep. whoever chooses to go to Saudi Arabia to make money because I'm sick and tired of these so-called, uh, you know, pundits and, and people that want to be a holier than thou. And I wouldn't take the Saudi money and buy. man, shut up. Every company you use is invested with Saudi money. Uber invested with Saudi money. Disney invested with Saudi money. McDonald's invested with So shut the fuck up. Get out of here with that bullshit. Take that somewhere else and give me as much money as you can, Saudi, because I'm taking it. I know that. Um, I already told them. I'll go over there. If they want me to be the live golf uh, sportscaster, I'll go. If they want me, what's what's that, Space Cowboys, wherever that freaking bass... Baseball league with uh, Bartolo Colon and all the rest of those guys. Uh, Wait, what? 
the what? You never heard I mean, of that? No. What? Oh my no. God! Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. What? If you Google the uh, Saudi uh, baseball league over there with Bartolo Colon and a lot, a lot of other old yes, oh, no. Puerto Rican's finest. I love Bartolo. Wolves, That's my man. Hold on. Uh, Kung Fu uh, Panda from uh, the Giants. He's over there. Oh yeah, Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, I'm telling you, they have their own league over there. They're trying to get people to come over there. I've been over to Bahrain and it's hot. Baseball it's hot. United. You're right. There you go. Look at I this. You. I told you. I didn't even hear about this. They got they got Robinson Cano. They got Bartolo Colon. Okay. Robinson Cano was there. He's the one who walked with Martin Luther King uh, down through Birmingham. He's that old. Okay. I don't care what they say. Robinson Cano is old as dirt. All right. He's old. Okay. No. You no, out of slide. No, I'm telling you no, that right now. That man is old. No. He's Cuban Dominican. He's one. Of the, he's old. I'm so, and look, you look young. He came in the league with an AARP card. Shout out to Robinson. I'm just saying. Your first name is Robinson. Your first name is the last name, so you know you're old there. Okay. Whenever your first name is the last name, you know you're old. Okay. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> he said he walked with Martin Luther King. He did. He did. He was look. He was, he was still a basis in, in, in church shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like he was killing it. Like I was a canole. He came in the league. You know. Oh like, come on, man. It's like a Father Soriano. It's another one that's oh old. It was old as dirt when he came in the league. You know, a, a Father Soriano came in the league. He was he was 48 years old. We're like, well, damn, damn, he's not that old. He, he, looked like a, he looked like a Negro Leafs player before he came in. Yeah. He told him, he told him, you know, so he helped him out. He, he told Sasha Page, hey, do the curveball. Don't do the, don't do the, don't do the sinker. Do the curve. You know, he, hey, that's, a old. Great, that's a great call out, Satchel Page. Call out, Negro League. Hey, um, shout that out is to hilarious. the African American wow. Museum in, in, in Nashville. It's freaking amazing. If you guys are ever there, it's awesome. Me and Omar went. Nam, no we call it. Ah, the National Museum of African American Music, the NAM. It is an amazing museum. Make sure you go check that out. Very interactive as well. Got oh, a lot yeah. of activities in there. You can be a rapper. You can be a DJ. You can play some old folk music. It's it's pretty cool. Um, actually, I've been twice because I went with your brother. I took your brother when he came to visit. Uh, so, um, all right, let's get into our last question. Um, I did have a fun question from me about OT Elite Boxing. Um, I, and we're, we're not going to end with that one. We're going to end with the serious topic that we said we would with WWF and all that. But I just wanted real quick to ask what your thoughts are on this. So OT Elite has been putting on basketball tournaments. And this is for the younger generation, the younger crowd trying to get kids into sports more. Um, because even their basketball teams are, you know, they're they're like the, the you know, the, the whatever. They got all these weird names that they have yeah. for the teams. And anyway, so uh, overtime elite boxing. Now they're bringing the try and bring boxing um, into the overtime elite family, uh, which again is running all this. So, what are your thoughts on this? Just real quick before we go to the last topic. I actually like it because it's bringing awareness to the sport. Now, not everybody was growing up a boxing nerd like me, but I remember one of my favorite. Uh, USA boxing classes uh, who won gold was David Reed. He had the eye condition. Um, w- along with him was Fernando Vargas and uh, Floyd Mayweather. Okay, they all won gold that year. And then they had great, that pretty good, you know, well, Fernando Vargas and Floyd had great uh, pro careers, uh, 
David Reed had a great pro career, even though he lost to uh, Phoenix Trinidad, but, you know, you still knocked him down. Uh, shout out to Bajo. But, um, exactly. That's another my top Puerto Rican fighters are on my list. But, uh, Boricua, wepa, wepa, wepa. Yeah, it hit somebody upside the head with a mofongo. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so the thing is that young kids don't really – know any boxers nowadays besides like canelo like the big big ones ryan garcia social media you know things of that nature so i like the ote uh boxing thing I, i'm actually a fan of it i mean i don't watch it per se but i'm a fan that they're doing it it's just right. like uh Jake paul is trying to get american fighters or uh, mm-hmm. americans to pay attention to uh boxing again he's trying to get the olympic team so because right. we don't there's the local cat. He's from Alexandria. Uh, Troy Troy Isley, I believe his name is. He was he was a, a bronze Shout medalist. Out. Yeah, bronze medalist at the recent Olympics a couple years ago. Uh, you know he's doing his thing on top rank. But other than that, we don't really follow these guys coming up in the sport, becoming uh, uh, Olympic gold medalists, and then going to the next level as being uh, professionals and. You got to understand, Olympics, they're not wearing headgear anymore, so you won't get no cheating like when Roy Jones Jr. was cheated in Korea when he got second place, when he should got first place, you know. So there's no headgear. These guys are getting knocked out in these fights, uh, um, in these boxing fights. So it's, there's more, there's action all the time because back in the day, it was like, oh, I'm not watching Olympics. They got headgear on. It's more, it's more seeing who can outpoint somebody. Now it's you can outpoint somebody and knock them out, you know what I'm saying? So I think this OTE is going to bring a lot more. Um, I feel like OTE is trying to copy or be similar to Misfits, uh, which is KSI's thing over in uh, okay. London. Got it. Because a lot of those streamers and people like that, they're tuning in to watch those fights. So they're trying to, get to tell the youth, hey, let's start boxing. That way we could be the powerhouse in boxing into the Olympics. So if you get the kids to watch it at an early age, they might choose to box instead of be instead of playing football, playing basketball, things of that nature. Right. I feel like it's kind of like they're trying to mimic what they're doing because in Cuba, um, their sports are a little different in Cuba. Uh, I think it was uh oh the fighters he's killing right now. It's a fighter. He's old, but he fights. He looks young. Uh, it'll come to me later. But he was saying, you know, there's different tiers in Cuba to fight. And you got uh, proud Cuban fighters like uh, Guillermo Rigado, and Ugas? they will tell you, huh? Ugas, Ugas, yeah. No, no, he's he's not a fighter, but it's an MMA fighter. So oh, MMA. Okay. He fought Robert Robert Whitaker three times, and he fought Izzy. I, it's it's bugging okay. my name. But anyways, so he said that on Joe Rogan interview that if you're fighting, if you're say if you're wrestling, you there's tears to this as a child, and if you're good. You're at the top tier where you get fed better food. If you're not that good, you get fed not as good food. So there's different tiers, and they're taught this at a young age. Same with boxing. Any sport in Cuba, if you're not that good, you're here, and you get treated like that. So you want to fight to get to this level and maybe, hey, have a better dinner at night or or provide for your family. So they're taught differently, um, and that's why they're so good at certain sports. And you know, they hate on certain uh, Cuban fighters uh, when they come over. You know, they don't want to fight them because uh, Andy Ruiz, if you guys want to look at somebody, look at uh, Andy Ruiz. He's a young Cuban fighter at 130. He's freaking amazing. Yoel um, Romero? Huh? Yoel Romero? Yoel Romero, that's him right there. 
his interview on uh, Joe Rogan, he talks about that. Like, there's levels to it in Cuba, the way they're trained. So in America, you know, you look at inner cities, that's where a lot of the fighters, like Javante Tech Davis, he's from Baltimore. So for any, any of those who have ever been to West Baltimore, a lot of these kids don't have any options. So boxing is a way to, it's an outlet to not be in the streets all the time. So a lot of these people in middle of America play football, playing basketball, you know, is what it is. Not everybody's going to boxing. Bud Crawford's from Nebraska. There's not much to do out there, you know what I'm saying? He was an illustrious, you know what, from Nebraska. Besides Method Man, he chose boxing. Hey. So um, it's not, there's going to be a, a special pretty soon coming from Shannon Briggs and other fighters from Brownsville, New York, that, that produce a lot of boxers like Mike Tyson, Riddick Bowe, Shannon Briggs. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these guys, uh, Danny Jacobs came from Brownsville. Like MOP, never ran, never will. That's the motto. But they had a gym there. Yep, fools, yep, fools, yep, fools, yep, fools. I don't know. Now you know. So OTE, what they're doing is they're bringing attention for all these young kids that don't. There could be a Scott from uh, freaking Scott, uh, Scott from, from Sacramento, California. Why, why Scott? worry about boxing. Oh, that guy boxes? That's pretty cool. I might want to try it. There could be Bart from South Dakota. Not a who's, Bart uh, from South Dakota. You know. Hanging out with uh freaking uh, Eskimos <laughs> and killing elk. That's Bart. They could be killing elk, Eskimos. you know. There could be Tyrone from 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 East Little Rock, Little Rock. You know what I'm saying? He could be like, oh snap, he boxes on OTE. Let me do it. So you want to bring the people that aren't used to watching boxing and don't even think about boxing into the sport? Okay, that's what you need to do. What are those people? <laughs> Anyways, um, all right. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. I agree with you. I think, uh, I think you know, it's obviously just that stuff for the kids again, for the younger people, the streamers, that yeah. generation. Um, I mean, I'll I'll tune in every once in a while to one of those overtime elite games if I if I happen to be on Amazon and I see it's on, I'll tune in for a couple minutes to watch it, and it, it's cool. But I mean, it's nothing, it's nothing special. But yeah, it gets the kids into it. So, all right, well, moving into our last topic of the day, um, and this one comes from uh, Soul Striker. Uh, that's an awesome name. That sounds like an old video game, like an old Nintendo game. Soul Striker. And they're actually from Seoul, South Korea. So we even got people from North. South Korea tapping in. I bet it wasn't uh, North. Yeah, I bet. Thank God for that. We might be in some trouble <laughs> if it was. Um, uh, so shout out to them uh, and shout out to everybody in South Korea. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, that being said, thoughts on, uh, or they say, uh, the, the end of it will be your thoughts, but uh, the Rock was recently appointed as the to the group. Sorry, to the board of directors of the new TKO branded company that is a combination of WWE and UFC. Also, WWE recently sold Raw to Netflix to start in 2025 for five billion dollars a year. Um, or five, whatever, you know what I mean. Um, what are your thoughts on all of this, uh, news that has come out? And also, how does the lawsuit of Vince McMahon affect all of this in your eyes? Uh, first and foremost, if you guys been, uh, hanging out with us from day one, or sorry, from start of the stream, or just tapped in, or... You were in and out or whatever. I appreciate you. Okay. Thank you for just listen. 
You know what I'm saying? Check us out for five seconds, ten seconds. You know, I appreciate everybody that, that tapped in. As long as you tap in for one second or three seconds to five seconds, maybe two minutes, I appreciate you. Um, and before and we get into this conversation, I do want to say these are all allegations. Anything we talk about in regards to the Vince McMahon situation is in allegations and uh, rumors and uh, lawsuits at these points, but nothing has been uh, uh, doled out or anything has been done in court or anything legal. So we just want you to know that these are all allegations, rumors. Anything we say does not come from any prior knowledge, and nor are we speaking um, directly on anyone in particular. So just want to put that out there. So with, with these allegations for Fisher, I'll start with Fisher, man. And I listened to Jim Cornette and they kind of read some of the text messages and how they uh, manipulated this young lady. Sounds like she's, there's reports that she was in her forties and thirties. Sounds like she was probably in her twenties, you know, and a person of power, you know, kind of you it's, I don't want to get too in depth on that, but Allegedly, I don't. I'm not a fan of any man that does that. Okay, uh, as men, we've all done stuff for to women, you know, psychologically. Not saying at this, at this level, but we've all have gotten things from women, and women have gotten things from us. Okay, so it's 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 when you cross a line and become a deviant, that is the problem. Okay, um, there's a difference between saying, you know, oh, let me talk to this girl because I don't have a car and she'll give me a ride, and maybe I could do whatever, whatever. That's fine. Or uh, a woman saying, "Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let me talk to this guy. I can get, a, I can get, I can go out to dinner with him. Even though I don't like him, I can get whatever. That's fine, whatever. But when you get to the level of, hey, do you want your rent paid? Or oh, you do. You gotta do this. Right. That's where it. I draw the line. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. Um, I feel like if this is all true for Fisher Van, right now, if you think about it, with this coming out. R. Kelly and Puffy are like, whoo, goddamn, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> They're like, whoo, it's all for me. You talk about me pissing on a bitch, shitting on a girl. Like, <laughs> R. Kelly's like, what? I should be out. I should be out right now, okay? I'm not even trying to front. If I was R. Kelly at this point and I heard this about Vince McMahon, I'm saying, I'm still locked up? Are you kidding me? I'm locked up? Have you seen what he did? Okay? This dude shooting out almond joys on girls. That's disgusting. Almond joys, Dad. Hey, what is he doing? Wow. Okay, allegedly. And then allegedly. if I'm puffy, oh, my God. Oh, leave me alone. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you guys just say what you want to say. But if I'm puffy reading what Vince McMahon did, allegedly did, oh, my goodness. Woo! Heat's on him. You know what I'm saying? Even Kanye, with his rhetoric against Jewish people, was like, whew, thank you, Vince. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is disgusting what Vince did. And I yeah, feel so bad for the young lady. But my problem, and this is this is all sure what it could have, because she's in that predicament. And from what I'm reading, you know, he took a big psychological uh, hold over her. And the NDL that she signed was for Three million, apparently, allegedly, and he paid one point five, but then paid the other one point five. So this is why all this is coming out. You know, me and uh, Mister Shooter would have could have no, 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 anything on her, nothing. 
on her. She did what she was supposed to do. But hypothetical, if Oprah did this to me and she put peanuts on my forehead, which is fine, I'll drink her bathwater. If she signed a deal with Netflix, oh, this is this is eight digits. <laughs> this is eight, nine digits. <laughs> Ain't no way. I'm signing for no pilly three mil. Ain't no way. That's just me. Okay, Oprah, I love you. Well, I'm just saying, you do that to me. Oh right. yeah, you pass me around with Gail, another girl, allegedly. I trust me. Uh, I'm getting more than three million, but I think it was a psychological uh, stuff that he did to her to make her want to sign that NDA and sign for less money because he had did some. He is he did so much to work, you know. And hopefully, I want to feel like I, I honestly feel like uh, I, I'm. In my mind, I'm like, okay, not everything's true. This could be all fake, and it's not to uh, victim shame or or or, or make fun right. of her. Mm-hmm. However, if this is true, um, this is disgusting, and yeah. men like this do not deserve to breathe my air. That's just how I feel. They don't deserve yep. to breathe the air that I breathe. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yep. I'm not going to speculate, but just if you do this to another human being. You do not deserve to breathe the air that I breathe because you're not worthy of it, obviously. So, um, but I feel like then bringing on The Rock, smart, 30 mil a year for The Rock. Um, it took him off the board. Now, Dana White with the UFC, how it's going to affect him. I don't think it will affect him much because Dana White has a very open uh, policy of as long as you don't commit a crime, he doesn't care. You can say whatever you want on the mic. He's not going to censor people. Um, so just look at Sean Strickland. You know, he's saying, you know, saying X, Y, and Z. And right. I'm not saying I'm not. What up, Flo? Shout out to Flo. It's the man out there. But, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where um, I'm not against what they, what they do. But I personally think that UFC is going to say nothing. They're going to kind of act like it never happened but that's that's dana white's uh mantra you know what i'm saying so he's not gonna say anything and cater to these people and he's gonna mm-hmm. shut down any person that's had something to say about this man that's that's my personal opinion what dana white's gonna do because they have two big pay-per-views coming up pretty soon so no yeah i mean uh, no i was just gonna back you up I, I it would behoove dana white to completely stay out of all of this and just manage his own business uh, uh and i'm not going to rehash everything that i've said about this situation i talked about this on the bottom line the other day so if you guys want to hear me uh talk about this whole venture grant situation um i actually posted an individual video about that at ball and buds b-a-l-l-a-n-d-b-u-d-s check that out on youtube i just posted that a couple days ago but i gave my take already on it and how disgusting and deplorable um, I think it is, and uh, you know how you you said it all. He took a, a relationship of of power and turned it into a relationship of sub subservience, and, and you just can't do that. There's no there's no room for slavery these days. Or and again, these are all allegations. We don't know, but there's no room for sexual assault, sexual you know whatever the allegations are, sexual trafficking, whatever they have in that lawsuit there. Which I read a little bit of it. I couldn't bring myself to read all of it because. 
as you said, a lot of those things are just, you know, just disgusting, deplorable things that you just wouldn't want to, you know, do to anyone else anyways. Like, I just, it's not, not something I would want to do is what you've been mentioning. Like, it's not just something that doesn't make me, it doesn't make me feel happy at all. So anyways, um, if you want to hear me talk about it, go check that out. I just wanted to get triple, uh, Triple, triple D. Wow. Clubber D's opinion on that. Um, because also we just need to talk about like the transition. Yeah, it might not affect Dana White. And yeah, bringing in Rock is going to placate this. I mean, obviously Vince had to resign. He's never going to be in the public light again, or at least shouldn't be for his own sake. If he if he's smart, uh, he would fly to an, probably another country with that mustache. Go live in Spain with yeah. the fucking Adams family, old Gomez-looking motherfucker. Anyways, um uh, so it makes sense. They bring in the rock. They, you know, he's the, the face of the board. I mean, he's the face of everything. Everybody loves the rock. Well, Flo don't, um, Flo don't know what happened. He's, he's writing it. I don't think he knows the allegations. Oh, what up? Oh, we're so happy that you're getting out of there, brother. We hope to see you again soon Man. on the bottom line. Uh, right now we're, t- we're getting uh, to the end of the show. The last question was about WWE and, uh, and, uh, their recent yeah, sale to Netflix and, uh, bringing on the rock. And then also the recent allegations and lawsuit on Vince McMahon. So I gave my take on bottom line the other day, but we wanted to get clubber D's take on that. So that's what we're talking about now is the Vince McMahon situation and the lawsuit that he has against him for sexual assault and sexual trafficking, um, uh, with a victim, which we're not going to name on this program. You can go read that if you want to, uh, for her safety and everything. We'll just keep her name out of that. But, uh, obviously she did not deserve, uh, the treatment, uh, that she got. So, um, all right. Well, any other, any other, uh, thoughts on that, my brother or any of that stuff? Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't, um, you know, I just don't know. This man built a, when he helped, after his dad, uh, you alluded to this on the other show, um, he basically took the territories away and made wrestling what it is today as far as a, uh, what's it, a sports entertainment. Sports enter- entertainment, uh, global sports phenomenon. Entertainment. Shit. And, you know, uh, we... The thing that wrestling's become a conglomerate, and now that you see that man has uh, torn down the legacy of that with his, just because his name is, is part of that. It's kind of like if you look at clips of Eddie Guerrero and other fighters, I'm sorry, fighters, wrestlers at that time, they had great matches with Chris Benoit, but they cannot show those anymore. Okay, right. you look at the Attitude Era of WWE, where a lot of a lot of fans came in. That's like you're fired, you know what I'm saying? Like that's this with man. So right. you're gonna erase that portion also. It's like he did so the last 10 years, not so much, but like the, prior to that, this man decades ran wrestling. And yep. it's 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 hard to read like some of the stuff he did to this young lady and hearing other people like we me and you were there when Hulk Hogan had that scandal. We were down there in Florida. Yes, we were. Yep. Sure and we were. went to a signing of his and we got interviewed by that reporter. And From he asked CNN. me, yeah. yeah, CNN. He was like, hey, uh, how do you feel? Da, da, da. And my thing was this when, you, when people are mad, they say a lot of dumb shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. My thing with Hogan was there was not one black wrestler that came out and said, hey, this person, he said he treated me like this, he treated me like that. Right. He's always so, been uh, a racist or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like I've heard stuff about Ric Flair. Teddy Long said stuff about Ric Flair. Um, I've heard stuff about uh, obviously uh, the Catherine Redneck, uh, Dick Murdoch, other wrestlers that I've heard racist stuff from. You know, but for Hogan, 
every wrestler before and after that scandal happened never said anything. You know, they buried him with other stuff, but on racial right. stuff, he kept it a hundred. You know what I'm saying? And when we were backstage with him, uh, when he uh, took the big picture with us and all this other stuff, you know, there was a a group that was called Black Honkies, and you, you remember this? Uh, he had to read a promo for them. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to read this. And he said it out loud. And I was like, well, wait a minute. You started up already. You know, he, he said, no, brother, it's not me. Like, remember, I called him out on that. You know what I'm saying? So that's great. I call it spade a spade when it comes to certain people and certain things. You know what I'm saying? Not saying he's a perfect human, not at all. But right. you'll know a racist or somebody who has uh, skeletons in their closet when you see them. You know, I got a ton of skeletons in my closet. Ask your mothers. But anyways, or your ex-wives. But that's that's another story, neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? But for Hogan and both Vince McMahon, like to hear this about him, it's like art. Like I love R. Kelly, but it's like God, dog, man. He's like, thank you, Jesus. It's off me. Leave me alone. Same with Puffy. Leave me alone. We're all Vince now. So it's a. Uh, it definitely is the um, the end of and and I don't want to say it like it's nostalgic or that we 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 are we are loving it or anything like that but uh, uh it definitely is the end funny. of an uh, end of an era so to era so to say um because as you mentioned right we've having vince mcmahon as a a staple in the wrestling industry um that now with him uh being out that totally changes now again as you mentioned in the past 10 years he's had a lot less hands-on uh triple h has been more involved stephanie has been involved shane has been involved from time to time um um and, and it is it was his time to go anyways with tko now being formed as a combination brand and going publicly traded. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's going to work out uh, for all parties involved. And sadly, if the allegations are true, it might even work out for Vince McMahon in that. And just how you mentioned, like he might not, he might escape without jail time at all from this, which if, if things that he did are said to be true, those are things that definitely deserve uh, jail time if if they were if they if the allegations are true so we'll see what comes out of this we'll have more updates on this um throughout our next show uh again we're gonna start coming to you um a little more often uh people have been requesting uh the combat sports duo of clubber d the combat g and yours yeah, too, man, sports what, professor what, what, what. oh y'all so. want to hear me talk you can hear me talk just put a recorder in your room when you're not there and, you, and, and your wife or your mother is around okay like I said, that CPAP machine, that extra CPAP machine at your house, that's mine, all right? Have that just uh, to the max limit when I'm over there, okay? Don't worry about nothing. I'll send you out the, for the uh, You'll be the Uber, the, be our Uber driver, okay? The recording, will, the recording will serve as a uh, vibrational device. For uh, for your wife, uh, your wife, your wife's clever deep pleasure. <laughs> and your wife's and the bad, and the bad part is that I think Flo is the only one watching us right now. <laughs> we're just I know we're, we're at the end. So. <laughs> All yeah, right, Flo, you caught us at the end. Uh, we love you. Be blessed, bro. We'll see you soon. Um, everybody else, we will see you in two weeks, February the fifteenth. Remember, we will be on on Thursday. Uh, for a huge, huge, huge show. We're going to talk UFC 298. We're going to talk PFL versus Bellator. We're going to talk Fury versus Usyk, excuse me, if I can get all these words out. Um, And yeah, so February 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. 
you know, 6 p.m. in Denver and 5 p.m. in the West Coast. Don't be weird like me. What was that? Might be the 15th. That Saturday's a little rough. What, I did say the 15th, didn't I? The 17th. It's fine. Either way. Oh, my bad. Back. Yes. It will be the 15th. Let me clarify that. It will be, and I need to do this for the podcast, too, so I can have it to edit out and, and use it later. We are going to have our next show on February 15th, Thursday, February 15th, 2024, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Boom! There we go. Bam! Too easy. Bam! Just to let y'all know, I'm working on my top five Mexican fighters. That short will be out pretty soon. Tune in. We will let you guys know when I when I when I do my top five boxing Mexican fighters. Okay, Mexican fighters have been a great stable to the boxing community, as well as a Cuban, uh, African American, uh, European fighters. You know what I'm saying? We all make the, We all make this boxing family. But I'm gonna highlight top five fighters from certain nationalities or certain regions of the world. And this is my top five. Okay, so. If you guys don't rock with it, I want to hear who you guys would, would feel should be in a top five. These are going to be my top five fighters. Uh, the first one is going to be the top five Mexican fighters. You guys should get that pretty soon. It'll be one of our shorts. So tune in or add or subscribe or both to Bottom Line Sports and Ball and Buzz on YouTube, okay? Check us out. I got y'all. Yes. Yeah, as you said, subscribe at ball and buds b-a-l-l-a-n-d-b-u-d-s subscribe on youtube so you can see those videos catch that short of clubber d golfing uh or he tries to claim that he doesn't he doesn't know what happened but uh, i say you go check it out because it's pretty damn funny and also be on the lookout for his, his shorts uh maybe he'll do one on the belts as well um and maybe and not maybe he is definitely going to do a puerto rican fighters because i've already demanded that we get one of those yeah, we'll get uh, one for all my puerto ricans we'll, i got, you. I got yep. you so god bless everybody uh Good to see you back, brother. Um, we love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in for the star of the show, Clubber D, the Combat G, my main man. Shout out to Flo. And That's a real star right there. That's my man right truly, there. Truly, yes, the sports professor. And for our boy, Flo, out in the trenches serving our country. Uh, thank you. Be safe. We'll see you soon. Canteen as well, serving our country. We love you too. Well, Flo, Canteen, hot take Jake. You, you wrong our block. Brock Purdy, you you sucker, mother sucker. Okay, you're wrong about Brock Purdy. I'm gonna get on your ass on Sunday, but you completely uh, wrong. About Brock pause. Purdy. You, I don't care. Uh, no, no, no pause. Jake, this is a promo for you. No, get up in I'm, the. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get you on Sunday. All right, Brock Purdy is the man. On that note, <laughs> we are out. Peace. Subscribe at Ball and Buds. B a l l a n d b u d. It's that world heavyweight flow Championship belt Wrapped around my waist Yo, I got that Ric Flair figure flow Slam you on the pavement That's why they call me Street Pro Create heat on beat flow Like Jordan after the second time He three-peated folks Get ready, set, let's go Fight toe-to-toe Release the flow Created by this micro Lights, camera, get low Action pack, back to back, in fact, this monster will grow. Y'all better let him know. Man with the master plan, and you have no need to know. Heart like winter cold. Bust these fools, anything less than killing whack rappers is a crime. I stay trying to get mine. Stacking value, packing venues, winning over time. Ain't no fine timeline. Open your eyes and looking for the best, and this is what you find. Game is only for the bold. 
You can't prepare, now get ready for the show. Introducing, from parts unknown, your UFC and Combat Sports Insider, Clever D, the Combat G, and the Sports Professor. Oh. 